Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. What do you think happens when we die, Camarillos? Good day. A good day would be to sleep in, take a motorcycle ride. You know, you're going to have to catch me. Walking the streets of the future is really going to be breathtaking. Welcome back to Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves, a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends absconded with Tom Hanks, purloined Dwayne Johnson, and are about to be absolutely mugged by Keanu Reeves. I'm Sam Siegel, and I'm stealing your dad. <laughs> I'm Luke Patrick, and I own a diner that never has any customers. Yeah, I'm not even sure that your place is open, my guy. Yeah, I've never seen anybody in here. There's weed in the ice machine, because that's where yeah. I keep... I like it I like it cold when I set it on fire, Sam. I hear a lot of people like a nice cold duber in the morning. Yeah, nothing like pulling out an ice-cold joint, smacking it in between your lips, feeling that, mm, yeah, what is that? Ooh, that's that freezy temp. And then sparking it up, burning it down. Yeah, well, you get the bigger temperature gradient that way, and um, yeah, that's what really gets that THC going. Yeah. Yep, so that's can me you, this week. Can you tell I've never consumed a marijuana product in my life? <laughs> I don't know, you sound like a pro to me. Yeah, well, that's, uh, that's the master's degree talking. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, I I mean, obviously this week we did watch 1988's The Prince of Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, mm Mm-hmm. Which I think more than any other movie we've watched recently for Keanu Reeves has got to, this movie has got to have set off some kind of warning for somebody somewhere. Because we have to be the first people to have watched it in at least a decade if not a lot more. Honestly, I think in the past, um, I'm going to say five hours, I have said Prince of Pennsylvania more times than anyone has said it in the past 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like It's like in, in, like an Indiana Jones, like we've awakened the deep evil that lives within the yes. temple that hasn't mm-hmm. been disturbed for 500 years. So yeah, there's there's some money uh, mummy like hooked up to a to a DVD player that just has Prince of Pennsylvania. What am I saying? VHS player mm-hmm. uh, that has Prince of Pennsylvania <laughs> in it. That just we we hit play on this movie and it just got a shock to its system and just yeah. and uh, and now it's coming to kill us. Yeah, uh, but hey, we do what we have to do for this project. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that includes watching 1988's Prince of Pennsylvania. So, yes. 
Yeah. Which I got to tell you, the more times I say it, the more satisfying it feels coming out of my mouth. Yeah. Prince of Pennsylvania. The Prince of Pennsylvania. Prince just, of Pennsylvania. Ooh, ooh. The Prince of Pennsylvania. It's, it's got, got a it's got a bop to it. It's got a bop to it and like this like flowiness mm-hmm. that I can't full. There's something about the the syllabic mixture that we've got uh, that just the Prince of Pennsylvania just hits me. It falls off the tongue so beautifully. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty choice cut. Uh, mm-hmm. Is the movie as choice of a cut? Stay tuned to find out, folks. Let's see. Uh, Luke, anything with your watch? Nah, nothing to report, man. Called up Jeffrey Beesbus. He said, mm-hmm. we gotta stop doing this. And I was like, what, Jeff? And he's like, you keep asking me for these 1980s Keanu Reeves flicks. And I, mm-hmm. I have to dig so long and so hard into my database to find it. Uh... And I'm like, Jeffrey, your database is just a huge pile of DVDs uh, at your vast estate. Mm -hmm. He's like, yeah, that's the database. And I have to go swimming through it, Scrooge McDuck style, (laughs) to find these these ancient movies. So have you not told him that we're doing a season on Keanu? Hell no, buddy. Okay. Does he even know that we did... Dwayne and Tom. No, I like him to think I am an individual with particular moods and particular mm. tastes. Okay, okay. So I when see. I show when I show up at his door, he knows. Well, he's gotten sequentially the like four Keanu Reeves films, so it's a good bet yeah. he's going to ask for the next one. But sometimes he gets weird and he's like, "I need pig." So right, yeah. No, yeah. you really keep him on his toes. That's, I mean, we do what we can to keep these fucking billionaires uh, in check. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You know us really fighting the resistance. Yeah. Um, the real class warfare kind of shit mm-hmm. right here, folks. Can't can't find this kind of kind of uh, rebellion anywhere else. But going over to Jeff Bezos and asking for an obscure Keanu Reeves movie from 1988. Yeah. Um and then handing That's how him, you show it to him. Handing him four dollars so yeah. I can watch this. Uh and someone mm-hmm. again get like home alone style an alarm trips a, a trap somewhere. Yeah. And someone stumbles out of their house and goes, Prince of Pennsylvania. Um Yeah. I have to kill the president now. I've been triggered. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, anyway, that was my watch. Sam, how was yours? Uh, man, it was fine. I don't have anything to report. Uh, Luke, what's the plot? I'm going to give you the plot in two sections. Okay. Well, let's aim for Luke Patrick's 3X structure, your money back mm-hmm. guarantee. Um, but it I feel It sounds like, like what we're going to get is Luke Pat- uh, Luke Patrick's patented two-half structure Two-half structure guaranteed. No refunds. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I'll, I'll try. So uh, Keanu Reeves is the son of a coal miner uh, in Pennsylvania, and he's a bit odd, you know? A little bit. Just kind of an odd guy. Um, mm-hmm. Likes to tinker with stuff, and he kind of moves around a little weird, uh, mm-hmm. kind of aims with his shoulders and then projects into a, into a space. Um, yeah. Is how I would describe his movements. Anyway... He 
tracks his mother down uh, one night because she's heading to go see her mother, quote unquote, and turns out she's uh, been sleeping with this guy named Jack for a super long time. And Keanu discovers this. That kind of like kicks off mm-hmm. the movie. Yeah. Um, and Keanu is sort of seeing this woman that owns a diner uh, who, who is like quite a bit senior on him yeah i would i would even put it luke at as um illegally senior yeah it depends on how old keanu is um it in this does movie. depend on how old he is i think he's uh, 18 well but yeah if he can work in a coal mine pretty sure he's 18 because he's working in a coal mine yeah so not illegally but boy it's close yeah you know what? Abandon. I'm abandoning the three act structure because the more I'm trying to parse this, Sam, it just doesn't fit. So yeah, really, there are just two acts. There are two acts. There's two halves. It's not even acts. It's just two. No. Two grand movements. Um. So diner owner woman and Keanu. Keanu comes up with this harebrained scheme. His dad owns a bunch of land that he could sell for like two hundred grand to the coal mining company. Um, mm-hmm. and so he tells Keanu this Keanu gets his harebrained scheme to get the money from his dad. Cause his mom wants to run away with Jack, mm-hmm. the guy that she's been sleeping with. He wants to run away with diner chick. Uh, and everyone would be happy if they just all had money. So he decides to kidnap his dad to yep. get said money. Now, Sam, you might be saying, how does that make any sense? And the answer is, it, it doesn't yeah it mostly doesn't yeah um but they do in fact uh he and diner girl do work out a plan to kidnap his dad they kidnap him they shove him in an old trailer and then uh yeah sam i mean help me out here <laughs> so so they kidnap the dad and uh they go so he ends up getting his mom in on it yeah, which we joked about, because uh, all three of us watched this movie. We joked about, mm-hmm. well, just tell your mom she'd be into it. And then almost immediately he does tell his mom. And she yeah. is, in fact, into this. And she is this. into it. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, he, he tells his mom she gets in on it, and then they go to um, get the land sold so that they can have the money. Yeah. Um, and it turns out that the dad already sold the land and uh, got the money in cash. Yep. Because uh, he didn't want the bank to find out about it. So then uh, Keanu goes goes back, uh, basically, like, double double kidnaps his dad? Yeah, it's a... Essentially? It's a, it's yeah. A, yeah. It's the old daily Takes, double with him. Yeah. So he's, he's trying to find where his dad hid the, hid the money, takes him uh, back to the coal mine, uh, police show up, uh, it seems that uh, Keanu's uh, lady friend uh, and a cop blow up, and then it just kind of ends. Well, it ends with uh, lady friend and cop not blown up. Yeah, they're not blown up. They did, uh, they done they done did not get blown up, blowed up. But no, th- how is they're just running off together? Yeah, and then they're yeah. going to go off to go see their daughter, who it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. And, yeah. 
that's kind of this movie. So if you see, yeah, sorry for the lack of three act structure again, folks. I know it's two episodes in a row. I haven't been able to deliver, but if you heard us rambling through that, you kind of get the gist of, you know, yeah, where this thing, you know, is. So, yeah. Um. So look, what? Uh, how is it? Because I know it's not good or bad. Yeah, Principia is scatterbrained. Scatterbrained. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I stick with it. Yeah, I was debating some other simpler words, but no, sticking with a bit, there's no good, there's no bad. I won't synonym good or bad. This movie is scatterbrained. It's just all over the place, man. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I yeah. know I, I can kind of see where you're coming from. Yeah, Principia is um like like take the ending piece there. Why did the mind mm-hmm. blow up? I'm not totally sure I know. Methane. Well, methane, methane gas. Build up. Yeah. But was it because Keanu was trying to blow up the portageon that contained the money that or the, the he thinks his dad stashed all the money inside of it? Uh no, no, cuz he didn't actually blow that up. So, um they were talking about how uh as the police were going in there, there there's like a brief moment where someone was like, "Hey, don't don't hold the lantern up too high because methane builds up in there and you'll blow the place up." And um, and oh then yeah, the cop shows up and he's got the lantern and he's holding it too high up, and so uh, the dad Gary, get yes Gary, yeah. is like, "Uh, we gotta get the fuck out of here." So they get out of there and it blows up. Yeah ostensibly blowing up the money that is okay so you know what here's my examples of why it's scatterbrained just in the last like Mm -hmm. 30 seconds relatively speaking of this film uh apparently his dad hid the money in a porta john in the mine it would Mm -hmm. seem uh Mm -hmm. lady friend and cop get blown up but then they don't get blown up and then they Mm -hmm. decide to she offers to like i don't know to have him go with her but yeah. but that would be weird and then cop friend is there it's just it's yes. got okay take a bunch of ideas put them in your idea basket and then shake mm-hmm. it all up and down just shake it up real good now i'm uh, so i did hear you say that um the fact that the portageon didn't blow up didn't make sense to you and look there is a specific scene that addresses that that point that you've made where his dad says in a nuclear holocaust two things will continue to survive cockroaches and this portageon in this portageon i guess that's true yeah i i didn't forget yeah. about that scene but i didn't put it together as being relevant yeah that's a good oh, point oh but it's it's laying out the breadcrumbs right for you yeah um as far as them not dying i <laughs> they ran real quick they ran in front of the yeah. flames like in an action movie, like a Dwayne Johnson movie. Sure. Yeah. Look, mines are tricky. Yeah, mines is tough. Uh mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, we work in the podcast mines all the time. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Absolutely, we do. Uh and it's a it's it's uh dirty, it's yep. dangerous. Yep. Uh, and it's backbreaking work. But it's worth it to deliver these podcasts, these juicy audio nuggets to your ears. Mm-hmm. 
dear listeners. Anyway, Sam, what did you think? Uh, how you know? How is this movie for you? This movie's twisty. Twisty. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. Um, and if I can add another word to it, hang on. I just wanted to say really quickly that I think it's very interesting because what you've said is essentially the same thing I've said, just coming mm-hmm. at it from a different angle, which I yeah, like. Yeah, the connotation is definitely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so what's... If, if Yeah, I'll give you another word. Fun. Fun. Luke? Hmm. I had a good fucking time. Yeah? Now, half number one? No. Yeah. Uh, half one? That's a sad movie. Half yeah. one. Yeah. Because we got uh we got cheating, we got domestic violence, um, we've got like uh bullying, uh so social isolation, it's uh coal mines, uh coal fires, it's all bad. Yeah. First half, it's just a sad movie that was bumming me out. But and Luke, the movie twists on one line. Mm-hmm. The whole thing turns it around for me. And it is let's kidnap my dad. And I I was like, you know, when you're going somewhere with a friend and like, or, or like when, uh, when you were a kid and you were like going on like a road trip, say you're going to like fucking Six Flags or Disney or whatever the fuck. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Hang on. Hang on. Okay. Yeah. I'm in the headspace. Yeah. 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 And you're so excited that like you beat your parents to the car and you turn the car on for your parents. That was me when Keanu was like, let's kidnap my dad. I was already in the car. Car was already on. I was like, let's fucking do it, Keanu. Let's do it. Because the the second half of the movie starts at that line, and it is nothing but great after that point. Yeah. I, I was yeah. having such a good time. I'll give it to you that uh, I actually wrote this in my notes. So the first half of the movie is pretty much River's Edge. Um, River's Edge Lord. It's yeah, it's, a little bit. Is just brutal and bleak. Um, mm-hmm. but then yeah, then it's like all of a sudden it's raising Arizona. It's just two people who can't put a plan together, trying yes. to slapdash their way through a kidnapping, and it's just, it's pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. It's just a lot of fun. I don't know. I laughed a lot. Kenna, uh, she was in there with me. Uh, the second the credits rolled, she went meh. But man, I wrote in my notes, this is just good. <laughs> Sam, I never know with you. I just... I I gotta yeah. tell you, I didn't realize that I am such a fucking wild card when it came to movies. But man, I am all over the place. You are all over the place. But I'm here for it. I'm okay with this journey that you're on. This journey like, of self-discovery. I, I would actually recommend the movie. Really? Yeah. Actually, I, w- I had... Oh, hang on. Pump the brakes. <laughs> no, 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 no. Car's on. I'm in the... I'm riding shotgun, and I am so ready to get to fucking Six Flags, man. Because, as you've pointed out, half this movie is kind of a gigantic bummer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. But it works. <clears throat> and I feel like it pays off. I like because mm. you you put in your time, you put in your forty five minutes of like some some pretty depressing shit, and then it 
the second 45 minutes really turns it all around. I don't know. Because we have, like, uh, the mom cheating on her dad. Or uh, on on Keanu's dad, not her dad. That would, that would be fucking wild. Yeah. Um, cheating on the dad with his best friend and the domestic violence and all of that. But then, like, we get the payoff of her just being, like, before she knows that it's Keanu's plan, of her just going, no, I'm not going to do anything. Yeah, that was a pretty good scene when they're like, hey, your husband's been kidnapped. And she's like, eh. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. And so so that's, like, great payoff. Or, you know, we see him, uh, Keanu and, and his dad, Gary, have, like, a really, really tense relationship that is, like, pretty terrible. And then his dad finds out that Keanu kidnapped him and saw, like, Keanu's ability to, like, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> install explosives and, like, had taken in all this information. Like, you see him respect Keanu in a way that, like, their relationship legitimately fucking grows. There is growth in this movie. The yeah. Prince of Pennsylvania actually has some pretty good examples of character growth. The Prince of Pennsylvania, Luke. Mm-hmm. I wish I could match your energy, man. I'm so tired. And you're coming I, at honestly, this just like guns a-blazing. I was pretty fucking tired before. Yeah. In, like, to the point where I almost fell asleep before dinner showed up. But, man, I'm fucking wired now. Cocaine yeah. is a hell of a drug. Yeah, I feel like I missed the, the line that you, you had out <laughs> when you are like, uh-huh. everybody take a nice toot, everybody get a little bit in your nosy-wosy <laughs> on this one. Because you are just like, rocket boosters are going. Yeah, I don't know why I'm so fucking enthusiastic about this movie. Yeah. Uh, but, god damn, I just, I feel like it's good. Here's the other thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trooper Joe, the cop? Yeah. He's just, he just is like a prototype of David Harbour. He is kind of a uh, a Hopper V0.1. Yeah, it's so fuck because he a little bit looks like him. Yeah, a little he's bit. He's also very, very tall like him. And he's also got, like, a lot of the same attitude of, like, he's a cop, but he kind of hates it. And, like, he's not really going to follow the law. And he's horny for someone in the town. It's got some Hopper vibes to it that really, really got me going. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know, man. I, I thought I thought Trooper <laughs> Joe was fine. You're kind of okay. I think it's okay. Yeah, I'll play in the space. I'll save my critiques yeah. and my points as far as like the fact that Trooper Joe has a very strange and creepy relationship with Diner Lady, and oh, a kind of billion intimi- percent kind of sexually and not sexually, just like intimidates her. And yeah. No, he's he's not a good guy yeah not at all it's like if hopper were like not evil per se but just like a bastard yeah yeah just a real canard as you'd say and uh i believe mm-hmm. in the french yeah yeah hey uh do they speak french in pennsylvania luke no they do not then don't fucking bring it here my guy because <laughs> this is the prince of pennsylvania <laughs> this ain't the fucking prince of quebec yeah. 
God, Prince of Quebec, you could have moved all of this to Quebec and it would have been identical. Like, I'm pretty sure down to the coal mines, but maybe I'm wrong <laughs> on the, about that. <laughs> I, like, okay, even in the bummer first half of the movie, it does have, like, one, like, kind of genuinely funny moment. Yeah. So, um, Gary finds out that his wife cheated on him after uh, his best friend tells him that bef- uh, when they almost die in a coal mine fire. Which, hey, wild way to use your last minutes on Earth. <laughs> right? <laughs> You're like, hey man, I, I know we're about to die, but I fucked your wife. Like a lot. Um, I've been fucking lot. your wife, like, for a decade, my dude. A decade. Um, so, so he goes home, he does do some domestic violence, and that's very bad. Um, and then he just starts yelling about the things that, like, he's provided for her, like a VCR and uh, in a swimming pool, to which the wife is like, I didn't want either of those things. Yeah. So then he rips the VCR at, like, from its plug, yeah. runs outside, holds it above his head and yells, and then runs around, throws it in the pool, and the pool has a tarp on it, so it just kind of thuds on top of the tarp, and it yeah. is... So impotent and so genuinely funny after the heinous shit that we just saw. Yeah. That it just, it, there was whiplash, but it was in a good way. <laughs> Do you hear yourself? There yeah. was, there was tonal whiplash, but I liked it. You're a broken yeah, man, man, my dude. Absolutely I am. <laughs> Luke, here's, here's the thing. Here's the realization that I had. Yeah. I have to get the wins where I can. Yeah. Okay? Oh, yeah, for sure. I can't do another fucking slog, okay? I'm going to have to fucking find the little the little moments, the little wins that I can squeeze out of these fucking turds so that I can have a good time. And if that's a man impotently chucking a VCR onto a pool tarp, then so fucking be it, Luke Patrick. Yeah, no, that's fair. I will say this too for that exact scene you're talking about, mm-hmm. catching catching early whiffs of the like raising Arizona vibes that kind of dominate the second half. I love mm-hmm. that it's a poorly edited and poorly acted moment when he stands on the porch, VCR VCR held aloft, and mm-hmm. just screams no. It's yes! perfect. It's it's, it's... bad on every. Li- <laughs> it's yes! perfect. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god. And just like it even even the name of the diner mm. is uh just so good cuz it is the twin tis- twister which uh, subsequently is also the title of my sex tape. Yeah. Um hmm. but hmm. twin twister is nothing. Yeah. Nothing with restaurants. I don't understand why anyone would be like, oh, hey, I'm going to the Twin Twister. And it's like, do they kill twins? <laughs> what are they? What is that place? And it's like, oh, it's a diner. It's a diner where you can play adult Twister mm-hmm. on Twin Twister pads inside the diner. There now, if you're, if you're saying, no, I don't think that the weird teenage hormonal sexual tension of Twister is going to work out great with strangers in a public diner. You would be correct. It's a horrible idea for a business. It doesn't work at all. But it Anywhere is the core except concept. Pennsylvania. 
And you were <laughs> these Pennsylvanians, they love a little bit of ambiguous sexual energy floating around yeah. while they're trying to eat well, a hamburger. Here's the other thing about Prince of Pennsylvania. We see a small Pennsylvania town that is just desolate, and I have a lot of questions as to what the fuck happened to Pennsylvania. Yeah. But um, it does have one trailer uh, secluded in the woods that apparently everyone in town has decided this is where we'll fuck. You mean the fuck trailer, as I wrote in my notes. Yeah, the town fuck trailer. Yeah, because this is this is the trailer where his mom goes to Boink Jack, and where uh-huh. he goes to have sex with uh, her name's Carla, right? Yes, Carla to go have sex with Carla. Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of. Can I talk about how Keanu initiates sex in this movie? Are you talking about the blood kiss? Well, there's okay. So there's that, which is just whatever. Fine. Oh no, the blood kiss is uh is beautiful. The blood kiss is art. The blood kiss is pushing boundaries in ways that Fifty Shades could only dream of. Yeah, so we, what you're referencing is the fact that uh he Keanu gets the snot beaten out of him. Uh mm-hmm. post post prom question mark homecoming, homecoming. prom. Yeah. So there's a high school dance. Uh anyway, and then some some hooligans beat the piss out of him. So he's got a bloody nose. And Carla's doing the classic clinging him up routine, like mm-hmm. a soldier back from the front, and then uh, they yes. do they do get a good smooch while he's sort of got just a just a nose full of blood. Uh, yeah, it's a blood kiss. It's a blood kiss. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was pretty self evident from the fact that we kept calling it a blood mm-hmm. kiss, but you know, context for people who haven't seen this, I guess. Is... Yeah, nothing more intimate than a blood kiss. Yeah, so I don't want to talk about the blood kiss. I want to talk about when they fuck in the fuck trailer, which is, as we all know, the only place that real sex happens. Right, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't recall how they started to fuck in the fuck trailer. So here's how they start to fuck in the fuck trailer. Keanu starts kissing Carla, who is receptive. This is not a consent issue. Um, right. And she's like... Well, we just talked about kidnapping your your dad. Oh, so maybe yes. not. And then he goes, "No, I don't want to be a tadpole. I want to be a dolphin." And then he rips his clothes off. Yeah, no. Uh, I don't know why you're holding this up as a bad scene because that's perfect. Because oh, I didn't earlier, say it was a bad scene. See, I, Keanu. Here's the thing. You know, we had Tom who only fucks fish, and we had Dwayne who doesn't really fuck at all. Keanu seems to love to fuck. Keanu gets down. I just liked the way he initiated, which is primarily the thing I liked the most, was that mm-hmm. he just sort of ripped his clothes off. Yeah. Uh, which He's is... a horny, horny guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a whiff of sexual sexuality in the air. Ooh. Zoink. All clothes are gone. Mm-hmm. Instantly. Yeah. I... Honestly, I the more we talk about it, the more I think I love the movie. Sure, man. Um, like okay, yeah. okay. Uh, let's talk about when he drugs his dad. Okay. Because it is it is obviously the classic joke. I mean, you can see yeah. it coming from a mile away. Um, where he's he's drugging his dad's coffee in his in the thermos that looks I. Identical to to Keanu's thermos, yeah. And Keanu is already starting to get him mixed up before he even leaves the house. So you 
so you know Keanu's gonna drug himself. But it's not exactly even that, because he drugs himself, but also he recognizes it halfway through, has kind of an incredible scene where he's like, no, Dad, it's the principle of the matter. I need my coffee thermos, even though yeah. they're the same thermos. I don't know. It's a good scene. Uh, we also get a, a fucking phenomenal spit take. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good point. We should keep track of the Keanu spit takes. I don't feel yeah. like it's going to be just like chock-a-block spit takes uh, during mm-hmm. this season. So, yeah, we got one. Let's keep track. We got one. We got at least one. Yeah. Um, And uh, and then it, he drugs his dad, and then his dad thinks that he's done opium because he did that while he was in Vietnam. Hey, because he mentions that he was in Nam for the 500th time Yeah. with this guy. It's like anyone who went to Harvard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're gonna hear about it. Hey, you're eating Wheaties? Yeah, we used to eat Wheaties and Nom. Mm-hmm. Are you buying Charmin toilet paper? Yeah, that's the only toilet paper they had when I was at Harvard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, so he's kissing on Keanu because he thinks he's a sex worker. And it's just, I don't know, there's something about it that just is fucking funny to me. It, his dad gets coated in cheese whiz. That's pretty good, too, and he's very mad about the cheese whiz. I don't know, Luke. This movie's fucking fun. All right. Yeah, I mean, I'll play in the space. I'll let you have it. Sam, two people are drowning. Uh, One uh-huh. of them has the cure to cancer. The other one is your own God-given son. Who yeah. you saving? Oh, this is easy. You, you save the person who uh, has the cure to cancer. Yeah, you do save the person who has the cure to cancer, don't you? This is a question that his dad asks Keanu mm-hmm. and then poses like it's a real big thinker. But I'm with you, Sam. Like, you gotta save the person who has the cure for cancer, huh? Yeah, I mean, Keanu is uh, 100,000% right on this one because he's like, you pick the the person with the cure to cancer because uh it, what if i save my son and then he later gets cancer yeah <laughs> and it's like fucking good point i Great the other point. is that is that by saving the cancer guy uh you're saving a lot of lives yeah whereas you saved your son you just really saved your son yeah you saved the one so you're saving the many over the one mm-hmm. um yeah but the weirder part is that his dad's like, the reason he's asking this, well, we still don't know why he was asking it, but he mentions that uh, when he went to Nam, because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he's a Harvard man, um, mm-hmm. when he went to Nam, you have to talk to a shrink. And the shrink, for God knows what reason, asked him this question. So mm-hmm. I don't know what Fraser Crane was thinking. When he was working as intake officer for the the Vietnam recruits, but, who knows, man? Yeah, uh, but he really loved uh, uh, philosophy. Mm-hmm. So you're you're in a trolley, Doc. What does this have to do yeah. with me going to the jungle? <laughs> Especially uh, to to shoot uh, fucking Charlie. Seems uh seems a little weird that you'd be like, let's talk about moral philosophy. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I it's almost like they got Chidiana Gonye to do their intake. 
Yeah. Man, it really fucking is. Um, yeah, let's see. I had something I want to talk about his hair. Yeah, that's what it was. Thank you. We need okay. to talk about his hair, for sure. Okay. Keanu's hair. So, Nobody else's hair. Right. <sighs> One to ten, where are you at? I think a, a, a ten out of ten on the hair. Okay. See, I'll tell you, I started at an 8 out of 10. By the end of the movie, I was hovering at maybe a 4 out of 10. Really? No, I think it... Yeah. Okay, because here's the deal. So, I'll describe the cut first. So, Keanu begins mm-hmm. the movie. It's a continuation of where we've seen him in the last couple of movies. He has long hair. Um, it's a mop. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he runs into some bikers who kind mm-hmm. of appear throughout the film. Um they go to homecoming with them, so there's that. It's a pretty good scene, mm-hmm. actually, when they go to homecoming oh, yeah, with the it's bikers. Oh, yeah, fucking great. Yeah. Um, but the bikers shave half of his head. So he's got yes. a half-shaven head, and then the rest is long hair. But here's the deal, Sam. He's got kind of this Anthony Kiedis-like face where the long mm-hmm. hair really works. And I feel like the the buzz, the undercut, really just sort of uh, sets off his facial features. So I don't know. I think it's uh, I think it's a great look for Keanu. Again, I was uh, I was with it at first. Sure. I was really enjoying it, and then the more I looked at it, the more I thought about it, and the more I realized this is a side mullet. Hmm. Well, when you put it like that, it does become instantly more challenging. Yeah, and I because you know I couldn't stop thinking about it at that point. Every time I saw the hair, I was like, "Yeah, that is that is basically just a a side mullet." Oh no! Yeah, it is sort of like if you took a mullet and just rotated it. Uh, yeah, yeah, ninety get, degrees. Yeah, ninety degree turn on the mullet. You'd get uh, you get a side mullet. Yeah, you would. Um, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. That sucks. Don't do that to my to my boy, my beautiful boy Keanu. Well, here's the thing about the next one because I don't believe this was a wig at all. I'm pretty sure that was his real hair. Um, yeah. Then uh, we've sort of seen a progression of the the working actor. We've seen the progression mm-hmm. of his hair as it gets longer and longer. So uh, what do you forecast him for the next one? Because he can't have the same haircut. That's a pretty specific haircut. No. I mean, surely it's going to have to be short. Yeah, it has to be. He wouldn't have time to to grow it out between movies. No, I don't so, think yeah, so. Yeah, it's going to have to be short. Yeah. I think it is. Well, while we're talking about him, how uh-huh. do you feel about the name Rupert? Because that's his name in this one. Yeah, you know, Rupert Marchetti, uh, I think it is. Is it Marchetti? I don't, that sounds close, but not quite right. Yeah, um, I might be confusing it with a character from the Netflix series, uh, Sex Education. Hmm, quite possibly. Something like that. Whatever. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. I think Rupert's a, with one big exception, a pretty strong name. It's a good, yeah. it's a good name with one major exception to the Ruperts of the yeah. world. Yeah. Yeah. There uh, is one, one Rupert in particular who could really get fucked and die. Yeah. The sooner the better, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. But no, I, I honestly fits the character. 
Yeah. Because Rupert's Rupert's an uncommon name, and uh, Keanu's definitely playing like uh, like an, an uncommon person. boy. Yeah. 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 Which I gotta tell you, we're seeing the best performances we've seen in quite some time. We really have. I mean, we were pretty starved for for quality performances. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for the, for you know, I, I take it back. Dwayne Johnson, please don't punch me in the face and then choke me out. We just Dwayne, you play it real safe. You play yeah. it real safe, and then uh, Keanu's taking some big old swings right here out of the gate, and you he gotta is. respect that. Like, what a fucking champ for uh, his first three movies being about. Uh, a murdered teen, uh, a suicide, and then uh, a coal mine kidnapping. You forgot. You forgot one movie. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the other one. <laughs> the night before. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I feel like honestly, the night before feels like uh, early days of Tom Hanks, where like. He just kind of pooped out these like '80s comedy movies that I feel like were just right, made. Yeah. Everybody was on cocaine making them, so they just sort of shat these things yeah. out. They just appeared one day, and I feel like that was the night before. So you're pretty forgiven. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Um. So uh, uh, we we get a shot of um. And, and and as near as I can tell, it's a real shot of like a cart going down a mine shaft. Mm-hmm. My guy, mines are fucking terrifying. Yes, yeah, and in particular, I have quite the fear of enclosed spaces. Pretty mm-hmm. claustrophobic. Uh, so watching that mine cart descend into the hellscape that is a mine filled me with acres of dread. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't have the claustrophobia, and I'm still terrified of mines. And so, yeah. uh, what did I do? I looked up, what's the deepest mine in the world? And uh, that would be a, a mine in South Africa that, dude, it's 3.8 kilometers below the surface of the Earth. Fucking hell. And that was in 2019. So, I don't know if it's deeper now or what, but... 3.8 kilometers deep. Jesus Christ, man. There's no reason. There's nothing down there. There's nothing apparently, down there that you that you need. Apparently gold. It ain't worth it, y'all. We got gold up here. I don't we got think plenty. So. <laughs> we got plenty of gold. People just be be hoarding it. Yeah. We can spread we it around. Yeah, we don't need more. You don't you don't have to go through that to get us gold. We don't need it. Yeah. 3.8 4 kilometers deep. Yeah, rounding up, which I think you're fully justified in doing. Uh That is that is some deep shit right there. H- how thick is the crust? A lot thicker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot thicker than that. But Okay. Um yeah, I mean, I, but still. I know they're not like you know cr- cracking open a rock and like magma's pouring out, and they're like, "Damn, we hit the mantle again." But yeah. still, that's fucking. People aren't meant to go that deep. No, that's what I'm saying. And again, this ain't Minecraft. There's nothing down there that you need Mm-mm. that badly, y'all. Yeah. No. Come on. What, what come do you on. Think back you're up. Find down there. Yeah. 
diamonds. Uh, yeah. Gold. What What are those really? Come on, back up to the surface, Red y'all. Stone. Have some tea. Have some tea and biscuits. Let's, uh, yeah. Jesus. let's just give it up. <sighs> Speaking of tea and biscuits, Luca, uh, I would love for you to put on a nice cozy sweater. Um, and some nice, uh, some nice walking shoes and, okay. uh, come with me down, uh, history lane. Ooh, man, I'm really starting to like my time in History Lane because I always learn something and it's super cozy. Calming place. Yeah, it really is. What a what a nice little oasis this place is. And and so this week we've got um historical, sure. Um Keanu Reeves was Joseph. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me walk you through it. Yeah, please. Because so, I'm feeling uh, pretty confused. Yeah, no, he is the... and uh, So, I'm obviously, this is seasonally appropriate. Um, he is the historical f- father of Jesus. Um, well, you know, father figure. Look, yeah, I don't... Look, I'm Jewish. I don't actually know how it works. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, he was, uh, he was Mary's husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, cause we see early on in the movie, he's, uh, going around in, uh, one of, I assume the many junkyards in Pennsylvania and he, he grabs a little, little figure, mm-hmm. uh, because, because he remembers his time being, being a religious figure. Um, and uh yeah so he's uh he was a father figure to Jesus. Okay. Um, and you know you see him uh, he's talked uh with Carla about being a father figure to her child that's not his much which you know he's probably pretty comfortable with. Yeah, he's done it before. Yeah. Mhm. You know, he's just uh he's also kind of, you know, on his own path, which, you know, I feel like, um, particularly as, as someone who knows nothing about the religion in which he features, uh, it just not a whole lot happening with that guy. I don't think Joseph really does much. I think, uh, his, his wife poops out Jesus. Yeah. And, and Joseph kind of just fucks off. And that's sort of what Keanu does at the end of this movie. I think Keanu and Joseph, uh, as the same person, mm-hmm. kind of do the biblical equivalent of like kicking their feet up and watching some sports, watching the yeah. game, drinking a beer or two. Not mm-hmm. like inappropriate amounts of beer, like a, no. a single beer, watching the game yeah. for 30 uh-huh. something years, and then we just don't hear anything else. So, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know, uh, he was a shepherd, I think. I th- think he was a carpenter, but I thought Jesus was a carpenter. I think I think it's a family trade. Mm, I believe. Okay. So he was a carpenter, <laughs> um, which you know makes sense with how handy Keanu is in this. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, he so he was around, uh, you know the. The late BCEs, the the early uh, CEs. Yeah, you know we're we're talking your your teens, your twenties, perhaps. 
and uh, yeah, lived a lived a humble life in uh, Judea. Yeah, had an important son. Uh, who you know, I think kind of like in in the situation we see in the movie, maybe he didn't have a whole lot in common with. Hmm. Yeah, deeply religious son, kind of mm-hmm. a religiously ambivalent father. Maybe is yeah. their their dichotomy, right? They're like differences. Son's always like, yeah. let's go to church, even though yeah. that wasn't a thing that really existed. And Cause, uh, yeah, because like you, just like how in this movie, Gary is always talking about how he went to Nam. Yeah, you know, Keanu probably had that when he was Joseph with Jesus, always being like, "My dad is God." Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Look yeah. how. Look how many sandwiches I made out of not that many sandwiches or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Um, I genuinely I don't know how sacrilegious the things I'm saying are. I, S- such is my ignorance of Christianity. I have <laughs> absolutely no idea if I'm blaspheming. I think it's light blaspheming, but then again, we've, we've <laughs> heavily blasphemed on this podcast before. And Sam, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I to arbitrate that at this point? I will say, if if you listen to this and you heard me say my ignorance of Christianity and you said, well, I'll let Sam know. No, nope, do not was, email me about this. That was not the message that was to be received. From yeah, that little I, nugget. look, folks, I want you to email me about most things. Not this. Don't yeah. email me about this. I don't care. Uh, I've I've gone this many years not knowing about it, even though I live in the Bible Belt. I don't want to start learning now. Yeah, it's too late for you. I feel yeah. like. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, Keanu, father figure to Jesus. Hey, the next time missionaries come to your door, mm-hmm. which, as you pointed out, we live in the Bible Belt. This is a thing that probably will happen eventually. Uh, yes, yeah, given enough time. Um, can you open the door and just immediately start raving about, yeah, I really like the thing about the sandwiches. You know how he made a bunch of sandwiches when there weren't enough sandwiches? Love that part. Okay, bye. That part's great. Also, how Keanu uh, Reeves was his father figure. <laughs> Please, just info dump all of this directly yeah. onto them. Uh, just to, You got to keep them on their toes, man. These people get complacent. Oh, yeah. Now, I I feel like, Luke, when you see them running down the street, mm-hmm. sweat pouring from their faces, <laughs> you'll know. Yeah. Excellent. Well, that was an interesting uh, walk down history lane. Um, yeah. Um. Yeah, you know, I, I thought maybe seasonally appropriate. You know, we saw we saw the little religious figurine, and I I grasped onto that, and I never let go. Yeah, no, that's fair. And you know what? It is a valid point about Keanu Reeves' immortal past. Uh, it, yes. You know, it's another, just yet another slice, a slice of his life mm-hmm. that we get to dissect. I will say, Sam, we have quite a few episodes before the old Kritma sort of happens. Um, uh huh. Yeah, we do. Um, I mean, he could be other sort of Christian important figures. <laughs> Maybe. How do you know he wasn't a pope? How do we know he wasn't all of them at yeah, this point? Yeah, coulda. 
Yeah, it could have been Pope Ignatius or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Or I guess we'll find out. We'll find out in the future. Yeah, just folks just know the sourcing will always be light. Because this yes. is history lane, okay? We're here for a good time. <laughs> yeah. Not a well-researched time. This is not history deep dive. This is a quick scan on Wikipedia at mm-hmm. best. Yeah. Boy, you you know how I operate. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I have a question for you, Sam. Uh-huh. How would you rate that kissing? The kissing being between Mom and Jack. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to talk about the blood kiss some more. No, no, um, no. Between Mom and Jack... I think I'm going to have to rate it fairly low because I don't really remember it. And I Ooh. feel like yeah. I feel like a good kiss is a memorable kiss like the blood kiss, which does get an 11 out of 10 for me. Yeah, 11 um, out of 10 makes sense. Yeah, these kisses I'm surprised did make more of an impression because, Sam, they are wet, they are loose, they are weird. Uh I'm trying uh, they're to think. A solid, so, they're a two out of ten at best. Wait, it's it's while the baby's watching him, right? Yes, my guy. Oh yeah, those are brutal, mm-hmm. just miserable kisses. Yeah, this is why, folks, you need an intimacy coordinator on set. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, what you get is two people giving it their best, but there's no chemistry here, so they're just sort of woodenly <sighs> kissing each other. That's the kind of kissing that makes you hope that he dies in the coal mine fire. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> you're, feeling, you're feeling just as trapped in those kisses as he will in that coal mine as it's on fire around him, I think. Yeah. Yep. I'd agree with that. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, uh, early on in the movie, uh, Gary does say that Oliver North is an American hero, and that actually is carte blanche to cheat on him. Yeah, he did sort of sign his own death warrant with that one, didn't he? Yeah, anyone who's like, Oliver North, good dude, you can cheat on them. It is morally and ethically right to cheat on those people. Yeah, and in fact, if you go to divorce court because of said cheating, you get to point at that, and then you get to walk scot-free with 100% of those assets in your hands. Absolutely no no judge is going to side against you when you're like, they love Oliver North. Yeah. And and Judge Judy, Judge Mathis, all the judges. Uh, <laughs> judge Reinhold. Justice, judge Reinhold. <laughs> they'll all go. <laughs> Woof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I got to tell you. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but ratings back then meant nothing. Yeah, they, what was this guy rated? I don't actually recall. Mm. Um, I it, honestly probably PG. It uh, was it was maybe PG thirteen, but it definitely wasn't R. Did I don't PG thirteen even exist? I don't think it did at this point. Maybe it did by eighty eight. I feel like it did. I don't know. Also, curiously, this thing gets a fucking 14% on Rotten Tomatoes, and that's just wrong. This is a good movie, folks. Hey, there's no good, there's no bad. Uh, no, this time, I I recommend it. I had fun. It's mm-hmm. fun and twisty. 
fucking watch this fucker. Where do I find mm. the goddamn rating for this movie? I feel like it shouldn't be this hard. Usually no, it's you, always like, Did you just oh, Google? Yeah. This was R. Oh, that okay, actually that makes, makes some sense. Yeah. That makes okay. more sense. Because yeah. we got nudity. We got cussing. We got violence. We got sex. Uh-huh. We got, we got we it got, all. We got it all, baby. We got everything that you want in a movie. Especially a blood kiss. Yeah. You're really hung up on this blood kiss. Well, Luke, how many times do you see two people kissing with just all sorts of blood in between? I feel like every action movie ever. No, not not like this. Okay. Not like this. This right. this was still dampened blood. This, this is right yeah. right in the lips. I will say that usually in an action movie when they do the I will mend you and then we end up having sex trope. Mm-hmm. They don't make it seem as unhygienic. This one looked very, yes. very like needle sharingly gross. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. This is <laughs> don't kiss it, that. As as a public health professional, I I actively have to advise against this kind of blood kissing, I think, because yeah. there's no way it's safe for either person. Nope. Yeah. And it's, yet uh, I it's a real bloody it. kiss. Yeah. It's yep, it's yep, yep. the blood kiss. Mm-hmm. You know, we had we had Tom's spit kiss with Rita Wilson early on, and I feel like this is going to be another hallmark blood kiss uh, for me. Uh, uh, an important kiss in the okay. uh, Keanu uh, canon. Sure. Sure, man. The Keanu canon kiss. Uh, all, obviously, canon spelled with a K, because... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's never been anything bad with three K's in it. Nope. Not in the history of K's. Well, Luke, um, bef- before we roll on out of here. Yeah. I want to know. Uh, it, poetry ends up playing like a, like a weirdly significant part of this movie. Would you like to break off a little poem for us? Not really. Um, well, we have to now. <laughs> see, see, Luke, this is improv. So you want to say yes, and here it is. Yes, and what kind of poem are you looking for here, my guy? Because the poems, quote unquote, in this movie are weak at best, except for sure. their actual poems that are read. Um, Let's but say, yeah, acrostic. Oh, I don't think I can poop out an acrostic on the spot. Mm, I I can I can try. Yeah, you want to give a take a stab at it? Kissing everyone always nasally unenthusiastic. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Keanu. Is that a poem? Are acrostics it poems? A- I think, yeah, technically. All right. Um, hmm. Roses are red. Violets mm-hmm. are blue. Mm-hmm. This was a movie starring Keanu. That was weak. That was, yeah. That, that was a, uh, my guy, that was a poem fit for this movie. Yes, it was. Because... What you're referencing largely is the fact that at one point Carla asks him to write poetry 
And the words that come out of Keanu's lips are upsetting. Wait. Um, I actually have, I think I have a poem. Okay, okay. Roses are red. So much Tom Hanks. No. Hold on. Hold on. Roses are red. Tom Hanks' piss. I love Keanu's big blood kiss. Mm. That is more powerful, I will grant you. <laughs> that has a message to it. Um, which is really what you're looking for in a poem, is a core concept. Wait. I have seen so much Tom piss. But I love Keanu's blood kiss. Yeah. Is that a, good a poem? summary? Uh, yeah, it's a rhyme. It's yep. uh it's a good summary of this project as well. Uh, sure. Yeah. S- sorry for all the mic bumping. Uh, the cat got behind the mic. Um yeah, so uh Luke, let's uh let's move on out of here and let's talk about uh next week's movie. Yeah. Unless you've got anything else you want to say. Mm, no. We covered the fuck All trailer, right. which was the main heading that I wanted to sort of pass by yes. and wave at. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so we're still in 1988 next week. Um, and that is because next week we will be watching 1988's Dangerous Liaison. Yeah. Mm, I've been looking forward to this one, my man. I know nothing about it. Okay, well, I know everything about it. Ooh, okay. So I'm very curious to hear what you think Dangerous Liaisons is about. Do you want an actual guess or a joke guess? I think whichever one your heart calls to you. I think, like I did with Tom, I need to do an actual guess for, I feel like, the big line movies that I don't know anything about. Yeah, this one's pretty big uh, early yeah. on in Keanu's career. I mean, this one's got Malkovich in it. So Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I think uh, Dangerous Liaison mm-hmm. um, <laughs> is, I feel like it is a legal drama. Okay. 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 And I think. I want to say it has something to do with sex work. Maybe like a politician is like found with a with a prostitute, a sex worker. Mm. Um, and there's some sort of legal battle about it. Okay. Or or maybe no, maybe someone's murdering sex workers, a la Jack the Ripper. And cat, mm. you can go anywhere except behind the mic. No, let's... Oh, oh, cat. Please. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah, those those are my broad guesses, is legal drama and sex work. Yeah. Um, well, you'll just have to wait and see, won't you? Oh, I'm very, I'm very excited. Yeah. Um... 
All right, well, uh, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy, as long as it exists. Uh, and you can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. Uh, you can also send us an email at hanksypanksypod at gmail.com. And, Luke, I do have an email. Ooh, a rare, juicy communique. Yeah. We got it. Let me pull it up, because I didn't prep. Because <laughs> you didn't... You didn't. You had one job, Sam. I know. It's right here. Get your don't get your panties in a twist. So this is from Daniel, uh, and he says, "Pond boy and thrower were in on it together. It was a two-person flash play by middle school drama bros." Uh, <laughs> and then he said, "Throwback. Next episode, Luke will say the movie is set in New York." like he did with the movie Philadelphia. I'm calling it. And then Daniel emailed again. Also, I, I've i neglected to mention the, uh, <laughs> the subject line is, in all caps, I have gripes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, Daniel. So his second email is, I think, actually a poem. Because it says, fuck and beats, the jam, they make your pee colors. <laughs> <laughs> Truly excellent. Oh my god, da- I love hearing from you, Daniel. Daniel, I don't know what the fuck that second email's about, and I I hope, I hope it was like you had taken a sleeping pill and you sent me an email <laughs> right, right after I kicked in. I just took an ambient. You know what I need to do? I gotta email the boys. I gotta tell again. Them. I gotta email <laughs> <About them. laughs> beats and pea color. <laughs> Truly fantastic. Um, yeah, and the but world yeah. will never know if Pond Thrower and Pond D were in on it together. Uh, Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, so yeah, you too can send us an email at uh, hanksypanksypod at gmail and also, uh, you can head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash hanksypanksy. We got some fun stuff over there. Add more fun stuff every month. Uh, and, uh, chuck us enough money and you can be one of Hanks' heroes like Russell, Tuck, and Daniel. Russell, Tuck, Daniel, I'll give each and every one of you a little blood kiss. Hmm. 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 Yeah. Hmm. Luke, do you have a final quote? I do, and it is... I was in Vietnam when I was his age. God damn it. Uh, Well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves. We'll be back next week with 1988's Dangerous Liaison.